So this morning we have with us a couple of guests in studio that I'm very, very excited about. And of course, I always love to have my lovely friend and colleague, Miss Laura Montre with Lauren All Labs back today. I'm so happy you could make it back today, Laura. Hey, everybody. Great to be back. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then accompanying her on flanking my right side is Dr. Eric Kavash. Hi, how are you? MD, Thanks for having me. Yes, I'm so glad you're here. MD, that stands for medical doctor, right? It, it depends on who you ask. Okay. <laughs> um, and you have a practice in Plano with, um, you, you have allergy and immunology, and then you also have an aesthetics practice. I do. I'm, I'm kind of multifaceted in our, in our place. Um, I opened up about uh, six and a half years ago. In uh, the summer of 2011. Oh my gosh, time flies because I met you shortly after that, around That's right. 2012. That's right, yeah. With Laura. Right. That's right. Through Laura. Everybody is connected through the Laura. dynamic duo. That's yeah, they... right. <laughs> I secretly know everybody. <laughs> um, and so, well, give us a little bit of your background because that was what I was having trouble um, pulling up on my computer here. I was going to read your bio. So sure, if you could sure. just give us a, a brief verbal bio, that would be awesome. Sure. So um, I'm actually a born and raised uh, Dallas boy. I was born and raised in Richardson and then uh, went off to UT, uh, spent some fun years in Austin, and then went oh, off. Oh, yes. Well, you know I'm a Sooner fan. Oh, well, nobody's perfect. Boomer Sooner. <laughs> Well, we were better we'll this year, We'll dress you though. up like a longhorn. It is Halloween, so you know, <laughs> get the orange on you today. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then I went to uh, New York and New Jersey and uh, for school and for uh, all my medical training and then kind of came back full circle and came back here to Southwestern to finish up my uh, allergy immunology training. But uh, it was an interesting kind of ride because originally I was so gung-ho to go into surgery and particularly uh, plastic, did a lot of research, did a lot of shadowing, and just started to realize that more and more from rather than the surgical aspect, I kind of liked more of the, the healing aspect of surgery. And then I started thinking about transplant, which is more immunology. And then I realized it wasn't really the surgery that, that stimulated, stimulated me intellectually. It was more the immunology behind it all. So I started going down that route, and it just seemed like it was more the, the focus and the, and the future of medicine. So originally, I started treating a lot of immunological skin disorders, a lot of rare things that we call them the, the binder cases, because people would just come and after seeing you for seeing you know, 10, 20 different specialists and bring in literally a binder of medical records. Oh, my gosh. These medical so, mysteries. I and, haven't heard that term. That's great, the binder cases. The binder okay. cases, yeah. We, we used to get them all the time. And then after a while, you just got tired of throwing steroids at every single yeah. lesion. So yeah. we started to, to laser a lot of these, these uh, uh, lesions, either with a YAG laser, either resurfacing it with Fraxel, with Erbiums. And we've got a lot of really good success. And over time, it kind of sparked my aesthetic bug that I kind of had originally thinking about uh, uh, surgery. So kind of went hand in hand. So now I see everything from, you know, a, a kid with a runny nose to an adult with asthma to someone that we're doing bone marrow transplants on to 
injecting toxins and fillers and lasering aesthetics. And so it's kind of the whole the whole nine yards of my practice. Wow. That that is yeah, I haven't I, I haven't known that part of your practice in depth like that. So that actually gives me a whole new uh, view of what you do and the the width and breadth of it is actually my mind is I, my mind is racing so much right now it's hard for me to there, speak. there is no breath i don't breathe when i'm in there so it's just it's kind of a breath, no exhale situation breath with a d <laughs> right. you know as in depth breath right. but um yeah no that's fascinating and what's so funny is so we always for my listeners to know we always have a pre-production of meeting or phone call to not discuss verbatim exactly what we're going to say on the radio, but to give an idea to kind of give a roadmap of where we want to go with the show. So yesterday when you were telling me more of a snippet of that, uh, you'd mentioned that you wanted to go into plastics, which is so funny, Laura, because I immediately said to him like, Oh my God, I can so see you as a plastic surgeon. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, he would, yeah, and and I I mean that in the highest regards, not in, in the nip nip tuck regard. <laughs> no, no, no in, in a in a positive manner. Um, yeah, no, I could totally see that. Now, um, and then discussing discussing the immunology part, and you mentioned the the transplant portion. Uh, yeah, that like I said, my mind is is absolutely racing. One thing that comes to mind having to do with plastic surgery and immunology is um, who I mention often because he is a plastic surgery god to me is Dr. Eduardo Rodriguez out of New York University. So uh, for those of you that don't know, he is the one that did the first successful um, and still successful full face transplant here in the United States. Mm -hmm. And what is interesting, so I think that you might be interested in this, is um, to help rejection, to keep the tissue from rejecting, because it's not any different than any other organ, like a lung or kidney or whatever. Um, it's a whole face. What they did is they, now, kind of a, a gross-out warning. <laughs> it is Halloween. It is Halloween. So it's, Go it's for Halloween. it. So um, they actually took the spinal vertebrae from the donor and crushed it up and then um, and I don't remember exactly how but but basically introduced that into the recipient um, and by doing that has greatly reduced my understanding is has greatly and incredibly reduced the amount of anti-rejection medications that the recipient has had to be on that's incredible it is incredible yeah so so it's pretty crazy it, it's it's innovative I mean not to deviate too much, but just the the amount of of that immunology has has interfaced with every aspect of medicine is just unbelievable. Yeah. Um, you know, whether if for years now, for decades, it's been in the rheumatological uh, diseases, you know, lupus and and rheumatoid arthritis, things of that nature. But nowadays, we're seeing it very heavily used in a lot of cancer uh, treatments. Yeah. yeah, just by stimulating your immune system's natural ability to kill off. Uh, diseased cells, not necessarily just cancer cells, but whether it be a, a cell that's damaged its DNA that could be could lead to cancer or could be as as mundane as you know causing some aesthetic wrinkles and and discoloration just because that DNA has been damaged 
from the sun most commonly. But yeah. it's all the same premise, and now we're being able to target it so so much more precisely. I, I kind of tell my patients that, you know, before we had this really archaic approach of blowing up the whole building, knowing that there was something <laughs> bad inside, and now we have a sniper that can just knock off a doorknob in one single room. I love that analogy. So it, it, it's actually kind of it's I, amazing. I speak in a lot of analogies, too, when I have clients in my office. And I think Laura's rec- uh, has experienced that too. I think yes. you do that in real life. <laughs> I'm just one big analogy, aren't I? It's it's a good thing though. Sometimes it breaks it down. Yeah, I can understand where you're at in your head. Yeah, helps me out. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah, and well, okay. So for me, I to to me, much of medicine. I think we're beginning to find this out now. I can save the whole medical world a lot of pain and suffering and money if they'll just come to me because I have all the answers. But they're not. They're not knocking down the door yet. However, um, I do believe that an enormous amount, and I, I, I can't remember the statistic. You probably know the statistic, and I don't mean to put you on the spot if you don't. 48.3%, um, by the way. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, but it's it's over 85% of a lot of chronic diseases and a lot of acute illnesses basically boil down to some sort of um, inflammatory condition, uh, which basically is an immunological response. Most definitely. Yeah. And and I will tell you, the um, endocrine system and immunology was not my forte in nursing school. Uh, Believe it or not, actually, psych was really easy for me. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't become a psych nurse. I don't know what that says about me, but um, but then everything else kind of fell into play after that. And then the the ones last in line definitely were um, immunology and uh, endocrine system, which is interesting because with what I do, those two play such a huge part. Uh, we're now seeing a lot of clinics pop up. We've got um, you know. Uh, Physicians and practices, whether they're OBGYN practices or um, just just a lot of different practices that are bringing in the the hormone replacement therapy, and um, which then plays into why why is that? Well, because if you're if you're doing aesthetics um, and somebody wants to look younger, they also want to feel younger. Um, if you're an OBGYN, that hormones have a lot to do with what's going on with those patients there. Um, so now we're, you know, there's the, the bioidentical hormone replacement, there's the pellets, so it's the creams, there's all those kinds of things that come into play. So I think that we now are realizing that immunology and, um, and endocrine have so much more to do with every aspect of medicine. Whereas we early on, uh, there were all kinds of medical doctors, you know, family practice and general and all this in general surgeon. And then it became very, very, very specialized. Um, And now I think they're beginning to see, well, that's great to have the specialty for those particular skills. However, the medicine portion is still, they all are integrated all together. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it speaks to a, a broader approach, you know, that and you, you hit the nail on the head. We've been so specialized and so compartmentalized over the years. And now with basically, you know, without getting too 
heated of a debate, but with all the different nuances oh, and we changes. Need, we need some kind of, like, debate. Let's let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. That makes good radio. <laughs> well, I mean, with basically, I mean... I, Controversy. I can see it Bring in it my on. practice all the time. Um, it, it's just, I see the insurance is dictating everything. Um, so true. Can't I, do anything you really want to do. There's, you just can't. You, you, you're so bound. You're bound all the time in terms of what I, I would like to do what I think is necessary, and then all that goes out the window when the plan will restrict me and say, you can't do this, you can't do that. And I mean, these things are just so ungodly expensive that a lot of patients just obviously are relying on their insurance, and, and rightfully so. So I, th I think it becomes this notion that insurance models are kind of dictating to make the PCP, the primary care provider, you know, the guru that kind of sends to all the specialists, but I think it's a... And they don't have the basket of knowledge to do and they, that, do And they, they don't, and they don't. And, it's, and I don't think it's necessarily their fault. It's, it's no, a lack of no. their, it's a lack of medical training, but the comprehensiveness of it, I think, needs to change. Yeah. To go towards more of a, a model of, rather than being this general gatekeeper and just a paper pusher, okay, go to this office, go to that office, come back and see me, go to this office give them some of that comprehensive knowledge so they know a little bit to do in the, in the forefront, do some of the basics for an immunology, for an endocrinology. And then when it gets to the specialist, we can actually go a step further rather than starting from ground zero, if yeah. that makes sense. You know what I would love to see? I would love to see a medical practice um, business plan where, and, and I understand, you know, THR and all those huge facilities and things this is kind of their idea but it's not the same right but an actual private practice that has one of each specialty in it and they do truly work together as a collaborative team uh the way that they're supposed to the way that that medicine claims you know you were in the hospital i'm sure, sure. i mean when you sure and, and it's you know the whole thing is collaborative care and and it's not, you know, the, the nurses are trying to um, fill all the orders that all the different physicians are doing, um, and then PT and OT come in, and they're doing their thing, and then the nurse says, well, but, you know, uh, so-and-so's, Dr. So-and-so's order is for this, and they're like, well, I don't care, and they do their right. own thing, and, and it's supposed to be this collaborative effort, and it's not, they're all fighting each other. That's right. And I would love to see someone create a private practice that had 10 to 12 different specialties uh, where they all you know, were part of the same insurance plans, things like that, but they're not part of, you know, THR or Baylor system or something like that. I'm telling you, I think that would go a long way. I think it's a great idea. And, uh, you know, getting the, and I wish I could get paid for that idea. Cause I know it's, gonna, <laughs> I know it's going to happen at some point. The but, royalty. Yeah. But, you know, y'all heard it first here on the Youthful Effects Show. And clinics nationwide. I could see it. I could see it happening. Absolutely. So when we come back, we're going to talk about more of my fantastic ideas uh, on the other side of the break and bring in Laura Montre with Lauren All Labs. I want to get to the aesthetics portion of, of what you do. We mentioned we're giving away a free IPL photofacial. Now, photofacial came in big in the 90s and the early 2000s and then it's kind of it's kind of gone by the wayside um i mean for uh lifting pigmentation and things like that it it, it pretty much is the gold standard um however i don't think people realize 
the 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 additional benefits that brings. So when we were out in the lobby, we were talking about the AES um, Aesthetic Extender Symposium, and this year I had the honor of of meeting in person and spending some time with personally Dr. Patrick Bitter Jr. MD uh, from Beverly Hills, and Patrick Bitter is the one who actually created and coined the term photofacial. I don't know if anyone knows that. Um, he goes around, does a lot of, besides having a huge practice, he does a lot of um, education. And Laura, as you know, he, he promotes uh, a certain kind of laser company. That's true. Yeah. And um, so one thing that I learned about four years ago, when I was able to meet him at one of those laser conferences uh, for that particular laser company. I believe I was with you. Yeah. Yes, you were. Yes, I was. As a matter of fact. Okay, so do you remember when he spoke about the study that they did? And I cannot, I'm sorry, because this is not important to the story. I cannot remember what they were actually doing the study for. But they were doing the study for one thing. And they had people that were 42, 43, and 44 years old. These people were haggard. Yes. Remember that? Okay, so the men and women, and they received three photofacials a year. Now, whether they got them January, February, March, you know, three months in a row, or if they did them once a quarter, they got three or four photofacials a year. They followed these people for 10 years. They did not receive Botox. They did not receive fillers. They did not receive anything else because it was a a very, it was a standard study. You know, what? what's the term? A double blind, placebo control. Yes, thank but you. But it was an amazing So the outcome, so when they were looking through all the data for whatever they were doing the study for, they also noticed that those people looked 10 years younger when they were actually 10 years older. And they looked younger at 10 years older than when they began. Meaning if they began the study when they were 44, now they're 54, they actually looked younger than 44. Like maybe they looked that they they were having um, people, uh, you know, given age, and so they were getting ages of two and three years younger than what they actually were when they began the study. Okay, so the point of that is, photo to me, some sort of light, heat-based therapy, or a lot of you know what microneedling is. If you don't know what microneedling is, it's little needles, and if you've ever heard of aerating your lawn where they take a roller and they go over your lawn and they, they take plugs out of your lawn in the spring. <laughs> it's aerating your face, um, but they don't take plugs out of your face. They just make little holes in your face. See, there's the analogy. The, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> because it helps people understand. So to me, that is an absolute necessary, and they are proving that. They are showing that. So when I saw that study four years ago, that's when I came up with my personal opinion now people are beginning to fall in line with because even though they, they had that study and Dr. Bitter had that same opinion, um, not everybody was on board with it. I mean, once I heard that, I'm like, yeah, this is a no-brainer. Um, and, and now it's becoming widely known in the aesthetic community. So for me, I call it the trifecta, the holy trinity, the Godhead three-in-one, mm-hmm. Botox fillers, and some form of heat-based light therapy or... Um, microneedling. I'm not a big, I'm going to put it out there, I'm not a big believer in fractional laser. I don't like the idea of breaking collagen to make 
to force it to rebuild. Because if you break my arm, it's going to, and here comes the analogy, if you break my arm, it's going to be forced to rebuild, but it's not going to be as strong and healthy as it was before it was broken. So I'm a big believer in, in activating, agitating, aggravating, whatever you want to call, to get that immune response. Uh, Are you talking and, about relationships or skin right now? This skin. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about skin, yes. Um, <laughs> we won't go there with relationships. <laughs> oh, my goodness, yes. My husband this morning, I, I was, well, we won't go there. <laughs> I love you, baby. You're awesome. I do. I do. I have the most awesome husband ever. But anyway. Yeah, now you got me all flustered. <laughs> <laughs> he does that. I know. Okay, so but yeah, that's that's the big the big three in one for me. So back to you, Doctor Kavash. How do you feel about that? I I agree. I really do. And that's I mean, good because if you didn't, you'd be out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got a short leash. So um, I, I do agree with you know with with some subtle nuances. I mean, I think that the that trifecta really stands true, whether it's, you know, I'll, I'll tell a lot of people really your, your biggest bang for your buck. If you, a lot of people come into me and say, you know, what can I do? I just want to shave off a few years. What's the easiest, quickest, most cost-effective way to do that. And, and I'll tell them right off the bat, it's usually toxin, whether it's Botox, Dysport, something like that. It, it's going to really take away. But again, it's only targeting one very particular aspect right. of, of aging. Right. Um, and fillers are obviously a big augmenting portion of that as well. But when it comes to the laser, and particularly the heat that you're talking about, mm -hmm. we really have, I mean, we're fortunate in our practice to have a lot of different avenues to deliver that. Um, I would say on the more simple end would be the photofacial IPL heat. Mm -hmm. um, when it gets to a step above, would be more of our um, radio frequency heat that mm -hmm. we come oh, in. Oh, I love radio frequency too. Yeah, and and the nice part about that is it just it feels good for mm -hmm. most people. It's like mm -hmm. a warm massage, and mm -hmm. you know, there's really not any downtime to it. They're coming in on a lunch break and being done, and we do it from head to toe. Well, and that's what also I'm glad that you mentioned that coming in on lunch break, having something done. You know, downtime for a photofacial. <laughs> I remember my friend. I won't mention her name because I don't know if she if she wants people to know. I, I, her close circle of friends knows that she gets things done. But um, and this was before I was even in the industry. But she would get a photofacial, and I'd be like, "Well, you know, I thought you were at work today. No, I'm home because I look like a talking tomato." <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I look like a big red tomato face or, or a rutabaga. With a little moving mouth. <laughs> or a rutabaga. Or a rutabaga. And so, but now um, things are, don't have to be like go big or go home. Or it, actually, at that point, it was go big and go home. But, <laughs> right, you know, right. downtime is not like that anymore not uh, for several reasons. One, the, and at AES, and Dr. Bitter was speaking about more passes, less energy, more mm -hmm. passes, less heat. Sure. Um, so, so, now, what used to be, you know, the big, fat, giant um, rubber band whack, in, right. you know, on your face is now just kind of a beep, beep, snap, snap, snap. You know, it's no no big deal. And we have, so now we're going to get over to Laura. You've been so patient. Now we have incredible post-care treatments available. Um, it's not just sending somebody home with a jar of Aquaphor and telling them to put it on their face 
that holds the heat in and traps the heat in. Wait, if you have a sunburn, that's what they say to do, or they used to say to do. They're yeah. still they're still recommending that, and that is sixty year old technology. There's still uneducated physicians out there that. So if you had a sunburn, Isa, would you go home and put Aquaphor Heck on your no. sunburn to seal it in? Oh no. Yeah, Mm-mm. and the results are not very good. So yes, uh, Lornell Labs is currently being um, sold directly at Dr. Kabash's office, their allergy and laser center. Woo! And we love it, by the way. <laughs> and one of the things that's very nice about this is you guys are talking about all of the laser treatments that you're doing. Unfortunately, there's some that are still very strong, and they give you a lot of inflammation and redness. And most people, when they have them done, if they're not using Lornell um, laser recovery system, they have to go home and hide for a week or two because yeah. they look like they've been drug under a truck. Yeah. Speaking of, I'm sorry to interrupt you. When is the open house? Oh, that uh, we are having an open house, a launch party to uh, introduce Lauren All Labs to the community and at uh, Dr. Kavash's office, Clear Allergy and Laser Centers, on the 16th of November. So anybody who would like to come, we're going to be having discounts on uh, treatments as well as packages and our our products will be sold there. So well. we will put information. We'll get together an event and uh, we'll whether, put it on on our yeah we'll page. Put, we'll put it on Facebook and can we put that in Instagram too? Um, we can put a graphic. Yeah, yeah, we'll put a graphic in Instagram. And um, okay, so right here, right now, um, I I will take care of this, Doctor Kavash. I, I will give away. I will give away. A $240 value of Dysport. Hey. To, to, um, and we will draw a winner. So I, the way you're going to win that is we'll put the event together. And those that register for the event and show up at the event through our Facebook page, the Youthful Effects Facebook radio show, um, once you get there and register, let us know that you're there. And those people will be qualified to win a free disport treatment, two hundred and forty dollars value. Halloween every day. You're so uh, nice, giving away so many well, things and, today. And Anne is going to be there as well, so you can come to meet her. Yeah, absolutely. But we will be giving away a gift basket of Lornell Labs products as well. And one of the things that's nice about this is when you do a treatment, as such as the laser, one of the results using these products, they are anti-inflammatory, they're antimicrobial, antiviral, so they get rid of the redness and the inflammation almost immediately, and the downtime is two to three days. And we know that this is not just made up because Dr. Kavash is obviously helping you to launch this product, and he is an allergy and immunology physician, so and you one, must know that, that then, this product works. It does, and and, and to, to give credence to that, I the one you know just factual thing I can tell you about it is we used to do a lot of our laser peels um, primarily in the winter, and because it, you know, Texas summer was just miserable. Yeah. And now with with the new Lornol products, we're able to do them even in the summer, and people recover so quickly with ease. We're not having that same kind of call and complaint the next day. Oh my God, my skin is burning. What do I do? What do I do? And and it's just the less calls we get afterwards, we just know it's working. And our follow ups have been have been fantastic. And and the uh the, the complete outcome. Yeah, I mean, their texture, the their pigmentation outcome is amazing. It's been, I would say, decreases their recovery time by half, which yeah. has just been a, a pleasure to see. Yeah, it's phenomenal. 
So we're coming up on our last break for the show. So when we come back, I want to get more into Lorinol Labs, um, not only the uh, post-laser and aesthetic care uh, products, but also the actual everyday skincare products because those are beyond amazing. Okay, back to our conversation, which we had turned to Lorinol Labs. That's really hard for me to say. You know what else is hard for me to say is... Um, rutabaga. <laughs> no, rutabaga is not difficult, but you are a rude bega. I don't know what a bega is. We'll have to figure that out. No, um, let's see. Lumber liquidators. I really had to think about saying that. That's because, hard for you to say. Yes, because I say liquid lumberdators. <laughs> That's a good free plug. Uh, yeah, I know exactly. Liquid lumberdators. <laughs> it, it just rolls off the tongue. Uh, that's so funny. Yeah, sorry. Okay, so back to Laurinol Labs. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell us more about it. We we you have the the post care uh, for lasers and and also. I've used some of your, you allowed me, when you had some beta testing going on, you allowed me to use some of your lip uh, balm. Corrective it, lip relief. Yes. yes, corrective lip relief. And I was using that for people after I had injected their lips. Oh, great. And it helped with inflammation. Great. Yes, it worked really well. Um, now, tell us more about the skincare because I do love the skincare. You gave me the skincare line, and I've been using it for about the past week now first of all my listeners have to understand i clearly understand science and chemistry of the of skincare um however i'm very add <laughs> and that doesn't mean that my daily routine always uh, includes everything includes skincare programs so if my listeners knew what i don't do to my face they would be horrified so I'm I'm just gonna let you know that. Then don't but, tell me because I'll be scared. Yeah, yeah, you you would like slap me up one side and down the other. But what I have used of it, um, in a short amount of time, I'm beginning. I'm seeing, and I've I've been using when I do use a skincare line. I've been using a really great skincare line that I believe in. It's very scientifically based, you know, chemistry based. All because of you and your knowledge mm -hmm. that you shared with me the 500 Dalton rule. Uh, understanding of retin-a and and you know the the misinformation about that which i would love to get into um shortly on this segment hopefully we can transition into that okay so well, so have at it girl well basically the reason that we came up with this new product line is i've been in this industry for 30 years i'm i'm looking really young though you started at like 14 <laughs> i think i did so, uh, but the, one of the things that we noticed is there is a big hole in the market. As we mentioned earlier, um, most of the, the uh, products that people are giving or doctors are recommending right after laser treatments is aquaphor beefing, which have absolutely... Oh, and if they're really fancy, they mix lidocaine in with right. it. And, but there's really no, no benefit to it at all. It doesn't no. do anything. Zero. So what we decided was because there's a big hole in the market for a, a product that not only helps to improve but it has a natural analgesic, but it helps to improve the downtime and the benefits after a post-laser, we decided to start researching some products um, that actually have sephoraphrane in it. I believe we're the only ones um, on the market that currently have that. Basically what sephoraphrane is, it's three-day-old broccoli seed extract. 
It is a, a great, Ew. It, does it smell? Well, <laughs> it, does, it does have a, a pungent odor. However, it is one of the most um, topical. It is the most powerful anti-inflammatory on the market. I actually like it. It smells earthy to me. Yes. I, I do like it. So basically what we found was um, Dr. Paul Talalay has actually been doing this research called chemo protection for a number of years. And what he's found is that not only does it help to protect cells from DNA damage, detoxes the body, it kills cancer cells, provides natural antifungal, antiviral, and antibacterial action, as well as anti-inflammatory, and it inhibits cancer and cancer cell growth. So how fabulous is that? Yeah. So not only do we want to use that in our uh, ingredients and in our products, but we have a combination called Laurinol, one, now, two, and three, that is in every single one of our products. It's anti-inflammatory. So back to the research that you were talking about. Those are not claims. That, no. Those that is scientific research. scientific research. research that has been done from Johns Hopkins University. Out of Johns Hopkins. Yes. Okay. So this isn't fluff and puff. This isn't uh, marketing. No. This is actual factual. scientific results okay and we did have laura on the show so i can repost her show <laughs> yes. so if you'd like to know all the science yes. behind it yeah yeah it will be posted on the facebook page well yeah. one of the things that's really nice about this is because we put this into our products we have also added special ingredients specifically for post surgical post microderm for um laser uh to actually help with the inflammation our, one of our main products called post-treatment balm actually has a natural analgesic. So not only when you apply it to the face, you're doing injectables as well. It not only has a natural analgesic that blocks the pain and keeps you from have, feeling heat and pain, but it also gets rid of the inflammation and redness almost immediately. So within a couple of days, you notice your skin not only looks better, but it uh, has the ability to inhibit inflammatory mediators such as TNF-alpha, PG2, which is known to cause cancer, as well as um, interleukin-1. Now, Those... do you know all of the stuff that she's talking about right now? I do, I okay, do. Because... I, spent, I spent a quarter of my life memorizing all these <laughs> letters and numbers. Okay, good, because I am familiar with those, mm -hmm. but, you know, yeah, please don't set me down and give me a test. You can help me on the test, though, right? You can copy off me anytime. Okay, yeah, no awesome, problem. thank to you. To make it easier, just to understand, <laughs> most people can understand when you go out into the sun, you, you, they understand sunspots, age spots, and getting a sunburn is really not good because it shows up later in your later years as sun damage. Yeah. Well, our, all of our products, because they have three different anti-inflammatories, they actually have the ability to block those inflammatory mediators that are causing that damage, that long-term. So they, you'll notice that when you start using these products, specifically um, our anti-aging products that helps with sunspots and age spots, it, it lightens them. It also helps to reproduce your own natural collagen, elastin, and hyaluronic now, acid. Now that skin that's over 30. That is what, that's the secret sauce right there. Yes, yes. That's the golden goose egg. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of products out there on the market that can help reduce the hyperpigmentation. Mm -hmm. uh, we call hyperpigmentation, which are basically sunspots, brown spots, age spots, mm -hmm. all that kind of thing. Um, and then there's also melasma. I don't know if we want to get into that. but but yeah, so there's a difference in um, helping to reduce that versus helping to reduce that and being able to promote and turn back on collagen and elastin because 
that's where the hormone replacement therapy comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we won't get into that, but there are, you, you have explained to me, um, and then I've done other research that, that basically as we age and hormones have a, a big effect on turning signals on and off. Mm-hmm. And they have Correct. found that, um, that why our skin gets very thin after 55 is because our hormones, as everybody knows, we go through menopause, which, um, I guess I, I'm going through the hot flash issue. <laughs> I'm not 55 yet though. I'm only 42. I'm going through it very early. I don't know why. And that's a big lie. You're, you're, you're just lucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, 42 was a lie, but you know, anyway, um, but yeah, so that, that's the, that's the secret sauce because you get the, you get the results of, Reducing the hyperpigmentation, which is another big bang for their buck. I do agree with the neurotoxin, but if you can get sun damage off your face, it will, it will de-age you. It will age you backwards by 10 years. Uh, And and that's very true. I mean, there's a lot of different ways that we're lasering that, you know, and, and like you said to your point earlier, many, many more modalities with less and less downtime. Um, we do still have like, the big peels and the, you know, the deeper peels that are, are great. It's just people have to be able to have the downtime associated with them. But if you go on lower energy more frequently, you're still able to get very nice results, especially when you're accompanying it with a nice product like Ornal. Yeah. Um, and we're seeing that more and more. That seems to be what more people want. You know, give me a, a piecemeal uh, product or treatment rather than just knock me out for a week. Right. And so that goes back to, when I was talking about being in the hospital and having all these different specialties, you know, in one area that if someone opened a practice, aesthetics is the same thing. Everything is collaborative. So you have to have the removal of the hyperpigmentation. Now, whether that's through chemical peels or some sort of um, light and heat therapy. um, But then after you've done that, you need to have the follow-up with the appropriate skincare. Mm -hmm. Um, You need to have the neurotoxins that are helping with, the wrinkles caused by movement of muscle. You have to have the fillers in order to help with the the way that the face ages and the fat compartments that are, you know, basically we gain fat where we don't want to gain it, which is in our stomach, and we lose fat where we don't want to lose it, which is in our face. And so if you have a 5% change in body fat, a 5% change around your gut is is not that big of a difference, but a 5% change in fat on your face is a huge difference. Sure. So, you know, everything is collaborative. And yes, I do agree that, um, that neurotoxin, if they can only afford one thing, that that's the way to, the way to go. But then beyond that, it's, it's multiple modalities. They all work in conjunction with each other. And a big part of that is the skincare. Correct. And, and part of the skincare that we have also, one of the things that's really um, interesting to note is that also there's a hormone called interleukin-8 that automatically shuts off your collagen after yes, a certain age. that's what I was referring to. Yes. Our, actually, our products have the ability to turn that back on. So I have had clients who've started using the day and night serum, which is our anti-aging system, and they have noticed a difference within less than a couple of days. Someone in particular mentioned that after a month of using it, she went out of town and forgot the product, and she noticed a major difference in her skin and said, I have to have it. <laughs> so, yeah. Because it not only does it help with um, lifting, but it makes your skin brighter. It also has a natural DNA, uh, a natural um, UVB protection, 
broccoli seed oil um, in particular helps with um, free radical damage as well. And it's great for sunburn. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into the question about Retin-A versus retinols and uh, all those things because, you know, in the 90s, they hit us hard with using Retin-A and everybody was using, you know, going to their dermatologist and even some plastic surgeons and getting their prescription for either 0.1% or 0.05% of Retin-A. And now there's been a shift in that thinking, but the the information hasn't trickled down to the public. So you're much better at explaining that (laughs) than I. Well, I will try. Um, One of the things that I've noticed is people still, when they hear the word retinol, they get this terrified look on their face like, oh, God, I don't want to do that. And the reason for that is there has been scientific evidence that show when you use retinol and you are exposed to sun, not only does it um, block all the inflammatory mediators that you want to keep in your skin, but it also causes a lot of redness, a lot of swelling, a lot of peeling, and you don't look very good. So a, a lot of people have stopped using it. One of the things that we've been able to do, because we have three different anti-inflammatories in our product line, we have been able to come up with a 2.5% retinol product. But the beauty of it is, is after... That's pretty strong, 2.5. It's pretty strong, (laughs) but we're able to do that. And there's no redness, there's no swelling, there's no peeling. People actually forget that they're wearing it. But let's talk about what the redness is. Yes. The redness, the peeling, the swelling, Mm -hmm. that is an inflammatory response. It's an inflammatory response, especially when you're exposed to sun, it actually makes it increase even more. So people were starting to use their sunblock with that. Correct. However, but they still found that the inflammatory response was too much and it was actually creating negative responses and, and negative adverse effects instead of the positive side effects. Correct. Well, in the product that we have called um, Dermal Night Repair with retinol, we have two different types of retinol. One is a slow acting and one is a fast acting. The slow acting actually is able to stay on your skin longer and it's actually helpful to um, turn over dead skin cells. And sometimes as you get older, your skin becomes very thick like cement. So it it also loses its uh, thickness, as you mentioned. So we've got two different distinctly um, different types of retinol. One of them actually is able to help to thicken the skin as it's, as it's starting to thin. It's also able to exfoliate, and it softens the fine lines around your face. But the anti-inflammatories block those inflammatory mediators that become active with a retinol. So you get no redness, no swelling, and no peeling, but you get all the benefits without See? all the negative results. Exactly. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's what's great about it. Okay, so my theory on, uh, you mentioned as some people age, their skin gets a little bit thicker. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, my theory on that is that's from too much microdermabrasion. If you go in, in the 90s, people were going in and getting a microdermabrasion like every month. Right. And, and if you do that, what you're just going to make your face one big giant callus. Or, <laughs> or if it's not one big giant callus, you're going to create... Um, what I call the translucent alien skin. Right. Yeah, which is really gross. So we are out of time. We're, we're winding down, and we have to end the segment on time. So I want to thank my guests so very much for coming in studio today, and I really appreciate it. I hope to have you back again. Absolutely. This was a pleasure. Thank Dr. you. Dr. Kavash, can you tell us one more time where you're located at and your phone number? <laughs> we're at uh, 5904 Chapel Hill Boulevard, Suite 103, 
Plano, Texas, 75093. And you can call us anytime. We're at 972-473-2532. That's it's One more clear. time. 972-473-2532. 